Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. I mean, yeah, we had a cold front come through, but it's still 80-something. That sucks, dude. It's 60 today here. It is. It's about to be super rainy for the next four days. It was 62 and windy this morning when I was walking the dog. And I did not enjoy that, but I did it. <laughs> How many steps yet? Uh, 12,599. Damn. Dude, even going on a short hike with Miss Yeti, I'm only at 4,300. That is a short hike. Yeah, she pooped out pretty quick. <laughs> we got like halfway up the trail. She was like, uh, I'm done. I was like, all right. She's pregnant. She's a baby. A new baby. It, 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 it makes baking hard. I don't blame her. Well, what's going on, Lisa? Not much. I am walking, walking, walking. I went grocery shopping again. And you didn't even want to join the step challenge. No. But I had to tell you, like, you're joining. It'll be fun. And you're, you're winning. Here's the thing. I don't believe in astrology, but right. I am an Aries, and I will fight you. <laughs> and my husband agrees with this assessment. Wait, fight me on what? I don't understand. What's the fight? I just wanted you to have fun with all your friends. No, no, no. It's a competition. Uh-huh. I will destroy you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Mrs. Yeti is with Wordle. It's fucking annoying. Because uh-huh. if she can't if she can't beat me or like do very well, she's like, I don't even see why I'm playing this. I'm like, because it's just a fun thing to do together in the Discord. Like, that's why. She's like, no. I either have to be really good at Wordle or fuck it. And it's just like <laughs> Oh this my God. morning, my 11-year-old was looking over my shoulder while I was working on that. And I'm like, you're supposed to be getting ready for school. This is my game. No, that word will not work because it's got an E in it. And I already, already figured that's not in there. So that That's funny. Why doesn't your kid play? Uh, she is on restricted phone access at the moment. Oh, because she got in trouble. Bah, 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 bah. She got some problems with her math grades. Oh, bring them grades up, up, up. Come on. Yeah. Nah. Come on now. Mm. Hey, dear listener. Yep. Welcome to 8750's podumentary of the most hated man on the internet. We'll get to it. Don't worry. We just gotta, you know, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, gotta warm up them conversation skills, baby. You gotta get stuff out of the way. Yeah. We got some catching up to do because I told you we've been this is our like second attempt at trying to record me and Lisa because she's been having all sorts of fun with her Internet and phone and microphone, all that kind of stuff. But while we were trying to figure that shit out, I told her that me and Mrs. Yeti just got back from a hike and we had ourselves a good old moose encounter. What kind of moose was it? Big old bull moose. And it's missing like one antler got like broken off or something. One antler is huge. The other one is dinky. So it's lopsided? Yeah, very lopsided. Did his and head came, off to one side? No. It came walking out of the woods, walked right in front of the truck, then cruised on over into a beautiful fall foliage field, 
Try saying that five times fast. Fall foliage field. 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 All right. I guess it wasn't that hard. Hey, Lisa. <laughs> try doing yeah. toy boat five times. Toy boat. Toy boat. Toy boat. Toy boat. Toy boat. Damn. <laughs> That's like the hardest tongue twister I've ever come across is toy boat. You nailed it. Really? Yeah. Toy boat. Toy boat. Toy boat. Toy. Hey, toy. Hmm. Here's the, here's the thing, you are probably trying to say the T at the end of boat, aren't you? Yes. So Texans run our words together. Toy boat, 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 toy boat. Toy boat. Hey, <laughs> Fun times, man. Podumentary. Yeah. This is all relevant somehow. All completely sure. relevant. Well, I guess we should probably get into it because Baby Yeti only naps for so long. Hey, got a question. What's up? If a moose is missing one antler, is that like the moose equivalent of a head dent? That, yeah, yeah, it is. Either that or it's a transitioning moose. And I'll tell you what, it transitioned from one side of the road to the other right in front of the truck. And it was so cool. But why did it transition from one side of the road to the other? Oh, that's what I should title it on YouTube. uh, Because it's going to be perfect for shorts. I should do like, why did the moose cross the road? Oh, Lisa, wait till you see it. And I just love it because every time I see a moose now, I just think of Ryan being like, there aren't moose in Colorado. And I was like, (laughs) there are no moose here. These are not the moose you're looking for. Yes, there are. And Les, because so he was just on and we were all arguing about how to say Colorado. It's Colorado. And he's like, only if you are from Colorado, everybody else of Colorado. You just said the word Colorado two times. I don't understand the distinction. Colorado. Colorado. Rado. 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 And then his argument was like, I was born there. Me too. And I'm still sitting here in Colorado while he, his happy ass is in a hurricane in Florida. And, and you tell him there's no such thing as alligators in Florida. <laughs> That's fucking great. Or like manatees. Be like, no, dude, manatees actually aren't in Florida. And then when he's like, well, here's a recording of one. Be like, oh, huh. (laughs) I guess you're right. Well, look at that. That's actually pretty funny. I should do that. So we are here today to talk about podumentary. And we're going to get balls deep. I shouldn't say it like that. We're going to get into the most hated man on the internet. How many pages of notes you got this time? Zoom. What'd you say? I just heard the word Zoom. I'm counting. Oh, okay. About 10. 10 pages. Now, to mm-hmm. make a good, a better podcast, when you start counting, be like, oh, let me count them. And then I'll know why you're just being quiet for no reason. <laughs> I thought maybe you could hear the pages turning. I couldn't actually. Wow. Okay. Well, now we know. So how does the pod, the documentary start off? Well, first of all, I think we have to back up because, like, this is what Warren Jeffs would be like if he didn't have any religious restrictions and he knew how to use a computer. Yeah. Because, yeah, Yeah. this guy is. So this guy's name is Hunter Moore. Hunter Moore Mm -hmm. runs a website called Are You Up? Is anyone up.com? Is anyone up.com? And this was in the early 2000s. Yeah, 2012. 2012. Yeah. Back when the the internet did used to be different. Man, the internet changed quite a bit after like 2016. 
But yeah, even, a lot of things changed around 2016. But even but, before that, it was just more and more just it, 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 crazy. I remember trying to fit an episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force that I had down, a friend download off the internet onto a fucking floppy disk in high school. Did it fit? Nope. Nope. <laughs> tried okay. and tried and tried. How old were you when you first started getting on the internet? I was in middle school middle school into yeah so i was um 12 13 okay so this was late 90s or early 2000s very early 2000s okay like like 2000 is about when i started getting online okay so i know my dad went and got us an account with the local isp on dial up and yeah. i was a senior in high school and he promptly broke it, so I wasn't allowed to touch anything. And so it was like another six months or so. Yeah. And so it was Hotmail, which, okay, that's still around. But, you know, most people don't go sign up for a Hotmail account these days. No. Um, and I remember having a ton of AOL discs that we never used. Yes. I remember going to Kmart, and I just stock up on AOL free hours. Uh, they just mailed the discs directly to us. And I remember like gluing them together to make like candle holders or oh, no. some shit like that. We made a uh, rat trap cars in wood shop when I was in middle school and all my wheels were AOL discs. <laughs> Did it go any faster than the others? No. No. Because they were still loading. My head was in the head, right? It was still dialing up. My head was in the right spot because I figured the bigger the wheel, because the rat trap pulls on a dowel and that dowel only has so many revolutions in it. So the bigger the wheel means the further it'll go based off of a revolution of the dowel. So it went far, but it went far slow. <laughs> it did not win any races, but in a distance competition, that little bastard was cruising across that cafeteria floor. Back. Welcome back. Okay, so you built a car in shop class. You yeah. mean... AOL, yeah, and it would go cruising across that cafeteria floor, and it was so good. Huh? I'm sitting here wondering, can my kid do that for Pinewood Derby? But no, I think you have to use their wheels. We also yeah. made CO2 cars. That was also fun, but that has nothing to do with the most hated man on the internet. Nope. So I don't know if you noticed this, but like two minutes in, they were showing like screenshots of stuff that had been posted to the website, and one yeah. of them was labeled Lolly Photos. A lolly photo? Lolly. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? Lolly from uh, How to Spot a Killer. I know. Who but... went completely incognito. I, you're trying to make a joke, but I don't get it. I, explain. Yeah. You had a lady on the podcast. I know I who guess. Lolly is, but how Lolly. does that relate to this? Yeah. So like one of the screenshots of people that had photos uploaded was named Lolly. Was it really? Yep. That's oh. what I know. So I wrote it down. Okay. I'm, I'm sure it wasn't her. But. That's an obscure piece of information to then shoot at me and then be appalled that I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, right? No, not at all. <laughs> you're so sassy today. Goddamn. It's all those steps. They're making me so tired. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry I made you exercise. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Not like I wasn't getting exercise to begin with. Well, I don't know what you want from me, Lisa. Goddamn, I'm just trying to have fun with my, my fucking online friends, and then here you are being mad at me about it. Yes. 
so very mad. Grr. So this guy, Hunter Moore, what he's doing is he's got himself a website. This, I'll tell you this, this documentary did not need to be three, was it three episodes, right? No, it really didn't. That is why our podumentary is so great. We condense these documentaries that are fucking bloated into an hour and a half. That's all you need. Because they, they bloated this up with so many different women telling the same story. Yes. Which was... I got a phone call or got some kind of a notification that my picture's on this website and I looked at it and I was topless and I never sent that photo to anybody. So Hunter Moore has got this website called is anyone up and what he would do is he would get submissions. Usually here's what the idea was and then we'll explain why it wasn't quite what it was. Chicks would send pornographic photos to their boyfriends or whatever they break up and so then the boyfriend is getting back at the girl by submitting her pornographic photos to this website and it would go further than that because not only would you go on this website and see like here's heather and here's heather with her knockers out but it'd be like here's heather's facebook profile here's heather's twitter profile Here's, here's Heather's, Heather's last name. Yeah, here's Heather's address. Here's Heather's mm-hmm. phone number. As much information about Heather as you could possibly get so that when the person gets their topless pictures leaked onto the internet, oh, you can you can hit them up. You can start calling them. You can go to their job. You could drive by their house. Uh, now, now we have a term for it called doxing. But basically, it was like, here's a naked chick, and here's all of her information. And at the bare minimum, please post a mean comment about her. Yeah. So then it's comments and comments and comments just tearing this poor girl down who didn't want her stuff leaked. Not yeah. only that, it wasn't just women. It was also like that that chubby fella from the Scream- Screamo band. Yeah. It's like he had uh, photos on his phone. And when he went to the bathroom while he was at a bar, he left his phone with a friend. And he gets back and she had uploaded the pictures for him. They were talking about the website and how crazy the website was. So mm-hmm. then he goes pee and comes back and she's like, hey, I put your dick pics up on uh, up on that website that we were just talking about. And he was like, oh, neat. OK, like um, I, I didn't want it to happen to me. It's fun to go and look at other people's titties, but I didn't want my titties. Wait. I didn't want my t- titties to me on the website. Now it's different. So he was very upset. Yes. And so it was mainly women, but there were a couple of guys on there, especially because he was in like a Screamo band that was... Guys, remember Screamo? God damn, remember the early 2000s? Scene? Scene kids? Uh, No, (laughs) I'm uncool. I do, because I was a goth rocker at the time. Uh And we hated scene kids, like scene guys especially, because they were mainly doing what we were doing, but girls were somehow into them. And so it was like, fuck you guys. I remember Tori many a Friday, Saturday, we would go down to this like, or he wanted to, he wanted to go down to allegedly, allegedly he wanted to maybe go down to this scene emo club that was in Denver and just pick fights with people as they left when it like they, it was shutting down or like the band had finished playing. He wanted to go down there and start fights. So whenever Yeffy Boy is like, he, I'm scrappy. <laughs> I've been in so many fights and alleys. It's ridiculous. Uh-huh. That sounds like a good 
wholesome time. Allegedly, maybe. Allegedly. Yeah. Or maybe just Tori did it and I was just there. Maybe. Maybe you maybe. wrote a short story about it. Maybe I read this online and it's not even real. Had a dream. Maybe, yeah, maybe I dreamed. I thought I might have maybe done anyway. You know, there is a documentary about a guy who ended up being charged for murder because he, when he was being interrogated, he told them about a dream that he had. What? Yes. That was a... Uh, the innocent well, man. Uh, is that the guy who confessed to, like, just hundreds of crimes? Uh, I don't... I don't think he confessed to hundreds of them. There was another documentary that we watched back in the day that this guy just started confessing to like any unsolved murder. They they'd like they'd come from all over, and it was actually Texas. That uh, we're in the weeds now, but we got to finish our thought. Texas is the first. Like the Rangers are the first ones. I think either they fucked it up the worst or they figured it out. I don't remember which, but police agencies across the country would come to this guy and be like, mm -hmm. "Hey." We have an open murder case in Indiana. Were you in Indiana at this? Because he was a hobo. He just like hitch hitchhiked around the country. And they're like, hey, did you do that? And he was like, sure. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I sure did. And these police agencies were really happy to close the books on all of these cases. So they were just more than happy to be like, this fucking guy did it. And then of turns course. out either Texas fucked it up the most or Texas figured it out. They're like, no, you fucking didn't. No, you did not. And if you didn't do this one or this one or this one, you probably didn't do most of these, you son of a bitch. You and were in California killing that chick when you were supposed to be in Indiana killing that chick. Yeah. Which is it? So speaking of Roger Moore and revenge porn, so he has got this website. All these people are on there. And be people would reach out to him being like, hey, you motherfucker. He loved it too because all these chicks would hit him up and be like, oh my God could you please take this down? And he'd be like, fuck yourself. And because of section 230, which I think is still a thing today, Hunter is not liable for what users post on his website. Right. He now, didn't post it on there because then he might be liable. But because someone else posted it on there, that's on them, not on him. Right. So we have Charlotte Laws. Yeah. Her daughter, Kayla, was, Charlotte was the driving force behind taking down. Yeah, we don't need to get into every person who has yeah. the exact same story, but we do need to get into Charlotte. And yes. Charlotte has a mom. Wait, who's the mom? Charlotte is the mom. Charlotte's Kayla the mom. is the daughter. Kayla's the daughter. So Kayla is a 24-year-old waitress. And because they live in California, she doesn't actually want to be a waitress. She wants to be an actress. Go figure. So she gets a phone call while she's at work from a coworker, And she says go to this website. You're on page two. And she goes there and sure enough, it's her. She calls her mom because the post had her first and last name on it. And so Charlotte was like, no, this has to come down. We're going to get it off of there. Don't worry about it, sweetie. Um, she's, Kayla says that she never sent this photo to anybody. But now this uh, is where it takes a twist because most of these submissions supposedly are from dudes who are getting back at their ex-girlfriends pretty much. Well, some of them were women uploading their own photos too. Yes. We'll get to butthole there, there's, girl. There's one that we will get into, <laughs> but Kayla took these photos in her room and then she ran out of room on her cell phone. So she emailed them to herself. Well, she claims she never sent them to anyone. Right. So a few weeks before, 
her pictures show up on this website, she got locked out of her email and her social media account. So she had to reset the password that and, you know, you, you think, OK, well, something weird is up, but she didn't connect the two right away. But um, so there is supposed to be a process in order to take these photos down. So they follow the directions. Charlotte emails them and says, hey, these photos were hacked. And we have the copyright on them because copyright law says the person who takes the photo has a copyright on it. Because here's the thing. Hunter mm -hmm. is saying, like, hacking into somebody's stuff and taking their pictures is a crime. Yes. Posting nude photos of your ex-girlfriend at that time, not a crime. Nope. Because this is a case of the legal system not keeping up with technology. Yes. So basically, a law about something before it actually happens. What Charlotte's case was was these were not sent to anyone, right? Because if if Kayla took the naked pictures, sent them to her boyfriend at the time, and then he uploaded them in California at that time, not a crime. If nope. Kayla for real did not send that to anybody, they were just on her email, which got hacked and then uploaded. That is a crime. So that's Charlotte's angle. Uh-oh, Lisa, please tell me you're still there. <sighs> Dear listener, I don't know if you can, can you hear me. Yep, there you are. Oh, yeah, my phone went black. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Dear listener, Lisa is having herself an afternoon with technology today. I'm having myself a decade with technology. Yeah, it's not going good over there in Texas right now with the, no. with, with her connection. Anyway. Did you hear what I said right. about that being a crime? Yes. Okay. So they tell him that, hey, these emails were hacked. They're copyrighted. You need to take them down. He Hunter asked for says, proof. go fuck yourself. No. Well, he asked for proof of the hacking and they send this. And then, and, she, then, and then he says, go fuck yourself. It's 8750 crickets. That's right. Wait, wait they're there. <laughs> right. He stops so, responding because basically Hunter's whole website is popular because it's a bunch of chicks who don't want their shit online having their shit online. So believe it or not, he gets a lot of these complaints and he doesn't care because if yes. he takes down every single person who's like, oh, actually, my stuff was hacked. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Let me get that down right now. Then he he's wouldn't so be the most hated man on the Internet. But he yes. is the most hated man on the Internet. So he was like, fuck you. I don't care. Yeah. So shortly after Kayla's picture shows up, her friend's picture shows up on the site and she didn't send those pictures to anybody either. So that's awfully suspicious. It is, but you can also see how people have doubts when the girl is like, oh my God, my nudes are up there. And I did not, I, yeah, I took these pictures, but I didn't send them to anyone. You can see how people are like, sure you didn't. Right. And they go to the police and they're, the police are like, well, why would you take this picture if you didn't want it to be on the internet and yeah. it's like okay so if i took a polaroid and i put it in a dresser drawer and nobody ever saw it but somebody broke into my house went into that dresser drawer stole the picture and then posted it would you be more concerned about the ex existence of the picture or the theft of the picture yeah the police were very like victim blamey of being like well why are you taking pictures of yourself and uploading them to your email if you like, you got to kind of see this coming, right? 
Right. Well, I'm, I I don't know when nudes online started becoming a thing. Now, or, oh, I'm probably since like the second picture that was ever uploaded. I am not well, blaming Kayla whatsoever for having her stuff taken. But I will say with a digital camera or even your cell phone, you should know these are not secure devices. Right. Your and, shit and can was, get leaked. So if you don't want your titties online, don't take pictures of them. That was one of Hunter's things. It's like, well, now I've educated you about technology. He sure has. Oh, yes. He sure has. Like, again, not saying that what happened to Kayla is right. Just saying, if you want to absolutely make sure, absolutely, that your bangers are not on the internet, then don't take pictures of your bangers. Yep. There the only go. way. That's the, that's the only way to be sure. Now that, well, that's the only way to be pretty sure, because who knows, man, perverts can have like cameras hidden in locker rooms and stuff. But I'm just saying. Yes, they can. If you're sitting there taking pictures of your junk, your your junk could be online. Then you should you should be aware of this. Because how many of us have our uh, photos set to automatically upload to like, like our Google cloud. account? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because backups, because photos get lost. I and remember I didn't even tell my one of my first cell phones. I didn't tell them to do that, and then all of a sudden it was like backup failed or something like that. And I was like, wait, what are you talking about? I go dig into my up? settings, and oh yeah. It was just uploading all my all my pictures. Now, luckily, I've been aware that, like, yeah, don't take pictures of your junk if you don't want your junk online. But I was like, oh, you're doing what? I'm sorry. And for the love of God, don't take pictures of your junk that have your face in them, too. <laughs> yeah. 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 Again, we're not blaming Kayla. Just saying, like, hey, dear listener, don't take, don't take dick pics. I don't know why that's such a popular thing with guys to just beg, here's my dick. So to establish what kind of a person Hunter is. Um, so he's got this cult of followers online called the family and he will give them a prompt and then they like generate content and upload it. And he'll be like, they... punch yourself in the head. So then mm -hmm. in comes a bunch of videos of these kids punching themselves in the head over and over and over. And he's just like, ha 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 ha. It's like swirl your toothbrush in a dirty toilet and then brush your teeth with it. Yeah. And my personal favorite Set your butt on fire. Yeah. <laughs> That's his whole thing is just being an asshole and having his followers do dickish things and then making content out of it. It's not a bad business model, really. You could start posting that on the Discord and see what we can get Skeets to do. <laughs> no. <laughs> I do not need <laughs> to see Skeets lighting his asshole on fire. <laughs> so Charlotte starts... Um, well, actually, Charlotte figures out how to get in touch with Hunter Moore's mom. Yeah. And she calls her workplace and she, she just leaves a message. And this gets back to Hunter and he's not pleased. So she starts getting anonymous emails. Back off, bitch, or else. Sign the family. Yeah. Yeah. So that. Yeah. And she's like mildly concerned about it because like you don't know what people on the Internet are going to going to do. I don't know. She. So this is why I wanted to watch the most interesting man or the most hated man on the internet because she came on to the Adam Carolla show and she mm -hmm. only talked a little bit about the most in the most hated man on the internet. Uh -huh. What she did mainly talk about was she became famous. Yes. Back in the day because she was able to party crash. And yes. what that means is she would get like into the white house. She had uh, conversations with Reagan. She got into parties with like Prince Michael Jackson now, when you see what she looked like back in the day, she was phenomenally pretty. So when she, she so she wrote a book about how to like party crash. It's like, no shit, you can party crash, woman. 
you are fantastically pretty. Yes. Um, Today, I don't think it would work so much for her. Although she's probably learned some more skills, but... Yeah, you don't have to have that much skills to get backstage with famous people when you're fucking gorgeous. So she told a story on Adam Carolla about how she, when she was eight years old, no, nine years old, she was nine years old and she had a crush on Tom Jones. Tom Jones was 29 at the time. They have a 20 year age difference. And she Mm -hmm. thought that he was hot, hot stuff. She then um, got like made fun of and people would put notes in her locker like, hey, you want to go out? My name's Tom Jones. Ha ha, you idiot, blah, blah, blah. She gets older and she goes to go see Richard Lewis. No, okay. not Richard, not Richard Lewis. Tommy Lee Lewis? Uh Louis Lewis? No. Shoot. She oh, who did she go see? I don't know. It doesn't really matter that much to the story. She goes to see ah oh, man, he used to tour with Elvis and Johnny Cash. God damn. <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis is he's the yeah. piano guy, right? That's the piano guy that married his cousin. Okay, I think it was him. She okay. goes to see him, not because she was a fan, really. She just knew that Tom Jones liked him, <laughs> so he might be there. Yeah, well, he's Tom Jones adjacent. Yeah, and she got she snuck in. She did one of those things where she was like, "Oh, um, it was a sold out concert," and she was like, "Oh, I'm actually not here. I'm actually here to apply for a job." And one of the bouncers was like, oh, "Okay, walk in here, take a your first left, and then a right, and then you'll be at like the hiring manager's office. So go talk to him." And she was like, oh, "Okay," and then just like basically walks in backstage and just right. parked it like right in the front row of I'm Jerry so Lee Lewis. Yeah, she's just, that was her whole thing of just finding ways to get in of just being like not being like, "Oh, please let me in, please let me in," but being like, uh, "I'm actually here to cover a waitress shift." And they'd be like, oh, cool. Yeah, we need help. Jump in the kitchen. And then she'd go from the kitchen into the concert and just be like, ha ha. So anyway, she's front row, Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis points her out in the crowd and is like, I would like to meet her because she is gorgeous. So she goes backstage at Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis is in, she's in his dressing room and he's like, hey, baby, want to bang? And she's like, fuck you, dude. I don't want to bang you. And he's like, what? Then why'd you even come to my concert? She's like, I don't know, man. Because like, you know, Tom Jeff, do you have his number? No. She he was like, who would you want to bang? And he, she, he's like, Prince, would you want to bang Prince? She's like, no. She's like, well, what about like, and he just goes down a list of like, John Travolta, would you bang him? And she's like, no. And he's like, who do you want to be with? Like, who, who would be hot enough for you to like want to hang out with? Whatever. And so she's like, Tom Jones. And he's like, well, then why don't you go, like hit him up, dude? I know Tom Jones. I'm sure he'd like to meet you. Implying like, you're fucking gorgeous. I'm sure he would be down to clown. And so she's like, you know what? You're right. I got the golden ticket. And so she hears that she's going to Florida University. She hears that Tom Jones is coming to play a show at Florida University. She tries to get backstage and meet him. It doesn't really work out, but she somehow gets involved. This became confusing to me. She becomes involved like with his tour or something. No, I fucked up. She gets involved with his tour, but not close enough that she can meet him. She does that for like a year and she still hasn't met Tom Jones. She breaks down crying like at his dressing room or his hotel room. And they're like, baby, like it ain't going to work. Like figure it out. So she leaves, goes to Florida University at Florida University. He comes and plays a show. She ends up meeting him then. And he's like, hubba hubba. Want to be my girlfriend? So she ends up losing her virginity to Tom Jones and dates him for three years. They end up breaking up because they had a conversation about abortion and he was like you 
you'd be down for getting an abortion if you ever got knocked up by me, right? And she was like, no, I'm into abortion for other people, but I personally am not into it. Then walking across the floor at the Caesar Casino, his publicist is like, yo, honey, Tom can't see you anymore. And she was freaking the fuck out. She goes into a conference room, starts throwing glasses across the room. She's like, I freaked. I, I, I've never been so insane in my entire life. And then she tried to like every year she tried to be like, hey, so is Tom Jones still want to hang out? And then he was no, 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 no. Then eventually she starts dating somebody. And then wouldn't you know it? Tom Jones is like, you want to go on a date, baby? But she was like, fuck off. I'm dating somebody else. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. So even pregnant when he dumped her, he was just like preemptively dumping her. Yeah. Because he was like, I don't want to have any kids with like girls. I'm not that serious about, though, so, you know. Well, then bag it good grief there's ways around that there are but bagging it don't always work well it's a start it is a start but either way tom jones was like we're all good now again this is all according to her on a podcast yes so it could maybe she dreamed it we don't know she could be a crazy bitch i don't fucking know but that's what she said on adam carolla show so that is the type of person that kayla's mom is Okay. And the type of person that Kayla's mom is dealing with, um, he's he's not a a charmer at all. Um, So there's this girl named Destiny Benedict, and she is known online as Butthole Girl. Butthole Girl. Butthole Girl. So she says that Hunter has a way of getting people around him to do whatever he wants, much like Warren Jeffs. Destiny is hyper dumb hyper dumb yeah as soon as she starts talking on the documentary you're like oh you are very dumb yeah hunter seems to surround himself with dumb girls um so destiny became a cam girl to make money because i mean that's why one becomes a cam girl but she voluntarily uploaded her nudes and then she was on a webcam chat and some friends dared her to put a moose bottle up her butt See, that moose was relevant. Yay. So someone screenshotted that particular moment on the chat and uploaded it to the site. And so on, on the website, like I said earlier, you get linked. All your social media gets linked to your naked picture. So she wanted naked pictures of her on the website because she yes. is a pornography chick. Yes. She's so, a I cam mean, girl. This is marketing so, for her. Yeah, so she thought this is a prime way to get more traffic on me if I upload my own stuff. Ah, but what she didn't realize, because like I said, Destiny is hyper dumb. When they linked it to her Facebook, she had pictures of her children as her banner for her Facebook. Mm -hmm. And now her kids are on a porn site. Yay! For Destiny. So Destiny is freaking out. And she's like, she gets convinced by Hunter to if she sticks a cell phone up her butt and then lets her him call her over and over that she he will take down the banner the, with the her kids in it. Okay. So she's Which, like, okay, let's do that. And so she does. And then star put, is born. a star is born. Then um, the Department of Child Safety comes to her house and takes her kids away. And mm-hmm. she's like, I was doing all this to get my kids off of this porn site. And now yep. they're coming to take my kids away. Like I say, the state was doing a very good job. Destiny is hyper stupid and should not have her children anywhere near her. 
she is on all sorts of different drugs because she was like, I was kind of like high and not in the right state of mind when I agreed to this in the first place. Yeah. So she is on all sorts of drugs. She's a she's a cam girl for pornography. Like she's on porn sites. She uh, in order to get her children off of this porn site, she did more porn, which got more attention on her. And she is hyper stupid. The state did a good job being like, you should not have kids around you. You are very dumb, very addicted to drugs, and very much just doing X-rated material all day. Yeah, mama not doing such a hot job. So Hunter did actually take down the photo of the kids when yeah. she did the, the cell phone call to the butt. and But the baby daddies decided to file for custody. Now, I'm so- sure these baby daddies are also hyper dumb. But at least these guys aren't putting cell phones up their anus and letting yeah. Hunter Moore call them. So I'm going to just assume they might be doing a better job than Mama. Because Mama could not be doing worse. No, not really. But it she could be because she starts drinking heavily. And Hunter contacts her and he promises that he's going to set her up with a new website so she can make a whole bunch of money so she can pay her legal fees to get her kids back. And so they're doing this Skype call. And he starts suggesting things for her to put up her butt. Yes. And basically she winds up sticking her fist up her butt. And apparently that took some prodding. And and she didn't think that Hunter was recording. Well, what she said in the documentary was, I was so fucked up. I might have agreed to him to be recording it. But like, I don't even remember if I did or not. And I was real fucked up. Yep. And shockingly, the video wound up on a completely different website. She never got any money. And when she confronted Hunter about it, he offered her a T-shirt. Yeah. And she, the I think that that was even used as more evidence as to why Mama is not a prime candidate to have her kids around her. And she's like, I don't get it. I was doing all this to make money to get my kids back. And now and then it's like, dude, you're, you're, you're such a fucking train wreck. Oh, my God. I've never been such a fan of the state intervening. Dumb T-shirt. You stuck your hand up your ass and used yourself as a puppet to try to get money from a guy who you should know is a piece of shit to try to get like, yeah, dude, no, 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 no. This goes beyond just that's an out hole. That, that's a don't trust that weirdo with when, your when the documentary presented this woman as like evidence is to Hunter Moore being an asshole. Now, don't get me wrong. Hunter Moore is an asshole. Yeah. But I was like, she is not really making your case <laughs> this chick is a fucking train wreck she yep. needs help desperately bad and hopefully she has gotten that in the last 10 years oh i hope so because she looked like she's still doing cam girl work because she showed up on the documentary at what looks like a cam girl set you know there's like a bed behind her she's wearing fucking skimpy clothes she looked uh, we and it was like research and post it in the discord so if no, we want, won't. I'm not. <laughs> you can. <laughs> I will do a quick Google of the name. I am not going incognito. I am not clicking on <laughs> any links. I am going to do a quick Google search. I'm going to guess she's still doing porn. Probably. But I don't know. Hope Springs Eternal. Maybe she found Jesus. I don't but yeah, know. Dude, she was not. a. She was. A, I mean, like, yeah, the story she told was like, man, Hunter Moore is taking advantage of a fucking train wreck. But like, also, she is a fucking train wreck, dude. Yep. Well, his girlfriend was not the brightest one either. Oh, so he's got this girlfriend apparently the entire time. Uh-huh. But like, 
he's out at all these parties and being like, oh, these ch- uh, your girlfriend, when she gets off my dick, she's going to be on my site, blah, blah, blah. So I, don't, I doubt he was the most monogamous fella. But he's yeah. got this girlfriend. Now, she comes walking up to do the documentary. And I had to rewind it to show Miss Yeti because I was like, whoa. She comes walking up to sit in a chair. And she looks like this documentary is about to be about girls who have problems with anorexia. She yep. looks like a fucking skeleton. Yep. It is like, whoa, dude, did nobody grab her during the filming of this and go, honey, we've got to get you help. She looked rough, dude. Rough. Guys, rough. So she met Hunter by going to one of his parties. And really, the only way to describe these parties is they are orgies. That's all it is. Yeah, drunken orgies with cocaine and booze and drugs. And she's like, we met each other in a stairwell. And when we saw each other, it was just like instantly like an attraction was there. And he asked me to be his girlfriend. And like then the next day he hit me up and like, we're just girlfriend, boyfriend after that. Yeah, I I, that is a fucking perfect impression. That is exactly how she sounded. I don't know if she understands the purpose of being one's girlfriend, particularly when he is having other women snort lines of coke off of his dick. Yeah, the lights are on with this girl, but no one is fucking home. No, no. So at this point, Kayla did not want to tell her stepfather, Charles, the British attorney, what was going on. Because it's embarrassing. You don't want your dad thinking about you having nude pictures out there. Right. So Charlotte's been to the police. No response. She contacts the FBI because she's pretty sure there's hacking going on and that's illegal. And so they take the report and they say, we'll send some agents out to your house to interview you. And they said, oh, it's going to be like sometime this month. Well, time is of the essence because we want to get that photo down pretty quickly. So she finally calls her husband, Charles, the attorney. And he is not computer savvy at all. And he tells them, oh, just ignore this and it'll go away. I couldn't imagine what kind of person would look at such a website. He's super British. He's like, Um, and super proper. He's like, I don't even know how many shouldn't. How many Tom Fooligans will even be on this website to see it in the first place? Ignore it and it'll go away, surely. Bless your heart. Uh, yeah, he gets rad in a minute, though. Uh, yeah. So she doesn't really have any um, anybody really in her corner at this point. Um, so Charlotte starts contacting the people who were posted in like a two-week range around Kayla's photos. And a lot of them did not know their photos were on there. And uh, she contacted 40 different people and 40% of those. So I can do math. My kid can't, but I can do math. <laughs> That's 15 people. Um, they said that um, they had never shared those photos with anybody. So My kids, kid can't, but I can. <laughs> That's, <laughs> yeah, That's funny. All right. So, Want me to jump in? No, hang on. All right. So, so Charlotte is um, snooping around and Charles comes home to a fax and it says, Hey, ugly bitch, get off Hunter's dick. If you don't, we'll rape you and put a shotgun down your throat. Oh my, I've never heard such foul language sent over a fax machine. My name is Charles. I realized I had been slow to act and it was time to take action as an attorney without any further delay. 
So, so Charles contacts Hunter Moore's attorney and said, guess what? What you're doing is illegal. We know it's illegal. We have the copyrighted photo. We know these are hacked images. And I shall be pursuing charges against your, your client post haste. And here's the best part. I am representing my stepdaughter, and so she will ha not have to pay for any legal fees because I will be doing this pro bono, whereas your client will be charged many billable hours to fight this in court. Game on, bitch. And he told him, you better have those photos down in 30 yeah. minutes or else. And so the lawyer for Hunter Moore was like, I contact Hunter all the time of people calling me and being like, take my stuff down. And Hunter doesn't care. And if Hunter's threatened, he definitely doesn't care. He's like, uh, you won't threaten me, bitch. I'll show you. And the attorney is just so tired of dealing with this guy. And he's like, this was the last. Uh, the, the I last. fucking call bullshit on Hunter Moore's attorney. Because Hunter Moore's attorney is on the documentary being like, I just like Hunter was such a jerk. And I didn't like representing him. Bullshit. You were getting paid. Fuck off. Yes, but there comes a point where you listen to so many sob stories that you just don't want to deal with it anymore. Well, he didn't have to deal with it. He could have quit at any time. Well, now he is. Or allegedly. So Charlotte and Kayla are sitting there refreshing and refreshing and refreshing, which is just generating more ad revenue for Hunter, by the way. Yeah. But 30 minutes. The photos were gone. Yay! And Charles is very proud of himself at this point. That's right. I threatened a bitch and look what happened. Ha <laughs> So he and Kayla just want to be done with it, but not Charlotte. Right. Like I said, it's bulldog. Yeah, Charlotte's like, fuck this dude. That website's still up. Hunter Moore is still a piece of shit. A bunch of girls are getting taken advantage of. No, I'm not quitting. So she continues to go to war. And Charles's response was, good luck with that. Oh, bother. Yeah. So Charlotte starts contacting reporters and uh, a very prominent one. She didn't name any names, but allegedly a prominent one, said, uh, you don't have a story. So nobody's taking on her information, or nobody's taking her side here. So she decides she's going to start a blog and start reporting it herself. Now, she didn't want to do it from her house because she didn't want anybody tracing her IP address and figuring out who she was. So she waits till she's on vacation in Vegas, and she starts a blog. And she's writing under the name Kathy Freedom. <laughs> and she starts posting stuff. And very quickly... The blog gets hacked and oh, she gets funny. out of account. I was making the 8750 beanie. Hey, by the way, dear listener, if you <laughs> nothing has been requested more than an 8750 beanie. And I remember that I was at this part in the documentary when I was watching it, when I was designing the 8750 beanie, which is now approved and available for purchase. Woohoo! Everybody loves a beanie. Everybody and loves a beanie. For Christmas. Order them now to get ahead of the Christmas shipping boom. There is a Christmas shipping boom with Teespring for sure. So, yeah, you want to get those orders in now. Yep. And I've seen it. It's, uh, it's the beaniest beanie I have ever seen. It's pretty good. I like it. You will have to give a review once it actually arrives. Yep. Mine is getting printed now and it will be in the mail soon. Early October is when it's getting delivered. All right. Anyway, back to the most hated man on the internet. So they skip to a reporter named Camille, and she writes for the Village Voice. And she was writing an article about him, and it That's released... a huge bitch! She releases this article in April of 2012. Um, she was at Hunter's birthday party, and he was really glad to see that, uh, that there was a reporter there to see everything that goes on. Yeah. And 
the group that they're with gets a limo and he starts like asking this girl that's in the limo with them for sex like right then and there like with people around like yeah he's a piece of shit and so he really ratcheted up his piece of shittery while the reporter was there and the reporter was just basically there to glorify this fucking asshole so that's why i played the it's she's a huge bitch drop because like dude fucking reporters they they don't they don't give a shit about these women getting taken advantage of and all that kind of stuff they're like oh he's popular and we'll get more clicks if we write about him so yay and then when it became more popular to blow him up then she's like well let's write a story about blowing him up because that will get us more clicks yay so it's like fuck you dude so three hours after her initial article goes up charlotte contacts him or contacts camille and she mentions that she's already spoken to 40 different victims and the journalist is like, Oh, you've already done some research. I never considered that any of these photos were obtained via unscrupulous means. Right. So I'm not a journalist whatsoever. I don't look into shit. I'm just there to write stories about this crazy internet man. Yay. So Hunter goes on the Anderson Cooper show. Yeah. And, they brought some of the ladies whose photos had shown up on there without their consent. And this is one of the times that this is the beginning of the end for Hunter Moore because he is fucked up. He went on a very popular show and he's getting called out by these women who had their stuff on there and they don't want their stuff on there. And Anderson Cooper's like, don't you feel bad whatsoever? He's like, nah, dude, I don't even know. I don't even fucking care. Like, dude, that's like, if anything, hopefully I taught you a lesson to not send people your nudes. And then Charlotte calls in and is like, you piece of shit. A lot of these images were hacked, Dr. and he's like, "Later on, what? That was Doctor Drew later on." Oh, okay. Yeah, that is a totally separate one. Right. But I mean, he looks—he—he he comes all across as a sociopath in both of them, and then he starts trying to tell the family that you know, oh, they edited that interview to make me look bad. Like, no, you made yourself look bad. Bad, but. His submissions go up. He was getting like 20 a day and then he starts getting like 50 yeah. to 200 a day. You know when they say uh, like all press is good press? Like he came off like a fucking asshole. But like that's his thing is being a fucking asshole. So believe it or not, that resonates with X amount of people. And now that he's been exposed to such a massive group, that X amount of people are like, Hunter, all right, here's some more submissions, baby. So his website just, you know, did better after it. But an FBI agent is watching. And he was absolutely shocked by Hunter's lack of uh, empathy. Like, well, then sociopaths don't have that. Right. Um, Oh, so Hunter has added a section to his website. It's called Daily Hate, where he starts uh, posting the messages of people that have asked him to take down the photos. Yeah. And and he sticks his mob on them. He's like, hey, tear them down. Make fun of them. So the FBI agent says, you know, there's no laws to address revenge porn. We got to look into the hacking and we got to make sure that hacking actually existed. So they, the way that this happened was Kayla got locked out of her email account. And when she got back in a secondary email had been added to her account and it was Gary Jones, eight one five at gmail.com. So what happens is somebody texts Kayla and they are posing as her friend. Like they've hacked the friend's account already. And it says, hey, I got locked out of my account and I can't access my email. Can I have them send you the verification code? Oh, sure. That I'll do that for you. Here's your number. It's 3572 whatever. 
And then all of a sudden, Kayla gets this notice that her password has been reset. And she's like, I didn't do that. Because what has actually happened is the hacker person is trying to get into Kayla's email account. And it needs that verification code. So all he does is go like, hey, I'm somebody else. Yeah, I'm out of my email. Can I have them send you the verification code? Then you tell it to me. And Kayla's like, sure. But actually, Kayla just sent her her own verification code to the hacker. So when you get these verification codes and it says, do not give this number to anyone else. Yeah, that's why. This is why. (laughs) And also, I've never had a friend be like, I don't have access to my email and I don't have my cell phone. Can I use your phone number to get a code? I'd I'd be like, what? (laughs) What are you talking about? Where's your where's your cell phone? People were dumber 10 years ago. I guess. I guess. Not really, but. So Charlotte gives Jeff all of her research and he's telling her, okay, it's going to take at least a year to. Not not me, Jeff. Uh, The FBI agent's name is Jeff. FBI agent, Jeff. I don't know Kayla. Nope. Or Charlotte. Nope. Charlotte is supposed to stop her investigation. So she doesn't interfere with an active FBI investigation. Somehow. I don't think that she really did. Because her impression of the FBI was like, yeah, they say they'll help someday mm-hmm. but they don't do much and if they do it takes a year so hmm. mm-hmm. so enter james mcgibney he was a former marine and his job is taking down internet bullies james he- yeah so he was like cybersecurity type guy for in the marines uh he's he's definitely the type of dude who got kicked at the urinal a couple of times he is a former like he used to get bullied and now his mission is to take down bullies He's the yep. type of nerd you don't want to piss off because this nerd is going to fuck up your day. Yep. So Hunter contacts him about advertising one of his cybersecurity website on Is Anyone Up? And James had never heard of this website and he went and looked at it and he was really grossed out. He has a personal history of being bullied and abused. Like CPS had to intervene in his family and he like never saw his parents again. Not good. So, um, He's like his parents, or I think he said he had a sibling too. I never saw his brother again. Yeah. Um, So he knows that he can get this website down, but he isn't quite sure how he's going to go about it yet. But But he he, is such, he's so smug and like he has the chops to back it up. So he gets to be smug, but he was like, I fuck this guy, dude. I'm smarter than him. I'm more clever than him. I'm going to fucking ruin you game the fuck on. And it's like, go get him, go get him, buddy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, the uh, U.S. Attorney's Office is telling the FBI agents, okay, in order to prosecute, we need this evidence. So here's what you what you need to go get. So the FBI starts looking at the IP addresses of who is submitting this stuff to the website. And there are two that keep coming up in particular. And they link back to an apartment in Studio City, California, and to a business that's nearby. And the name associated with it is Charlie Evans. Because, like we say, the hacking is the illegal part right now. And Hunter Moore owns the website. He does not seem like the type of guy who knows how to hack fucking anybody. No, and he specifically said, if I knew how to hack, the site would be even more successful. (laughs) Yeah, he He was a dick. (laughs) He just needs to know someone who does know how to hack. Well, that's what we end up finding out because the the documentary kind of paints it as like, who did it? Did Hunter do it? How did he do it? Is Hunter Charlie? I don't know. But that's what it was. 
Hunter met Charlie when Charlie first started hacking some some photos. And then Hunter was like, hey, hey, bruh, I'll pay you like 200 bucks a week if you keep these photos coming. And, and so Charlie, the FBI was like, aha. Yeah. Charlie's own photos were on the website and it looks like he submitted them himself. So he's I, I guess he just likes nudes. I don't know. I don't know, man. So Hunter claims that he's making 20 grand a month. But James figures out that Hunter is actually desperate for money. So he decides to go ahead and advertise with him so that he can learn the whole business model. He finds out the server locations and the backup locations and all that jazz. Like I say, what was his name again? Uh, Char- James. James. Yeah, dude. James will James fucking Murray. fuck up your day. So, yeah, he's uh, he's getting he's getting in cahoots with Hunter so that he can take him down. Well, he says sometimes you have to be a bully to beat a bully. Yeah. And Hunter claims that he's verifying the ages of everybody on there. He says he has a staff of people that sit around the kitchen table and verify these ages. And James is like, how are y'all doing that? Because James says that he looked at the metadata and the metadata somehow. I think he was just bluffing, but he was like, I looked at the metadata. You think this girl's 19? This girl is 15 and you have her nudes on your website. That's not good, buddy. And I know that the FBI is already on to you about some other shit. He's like, this is bad. This is really bad. About the You're... FBI yet. What? You broke up. Doesn't know about the FBI yet. Okay. Hunter doesn't know about the FBI yet. But my guess is he's looking at when the photo was taken and they are just checking how old is this girl now? Because just because the girl turns 18 doesn't make all of her past photos suddenly yeah. illegal. Okay. So, so they are coming up with different stuff. Actually, Hunter does have an inkling of what's going on because his ex-girlfriend says he started getting scared because he knew what was going on around him. Yeah, I remember and- specifically the guy James saying how he because this was his proposition. And Lisa, don't cut me off, goddammit. For the sake of this thing going faster, just let me be wrong sometimes. No. <laughs> I tell the same thing to Mrs. Yeti. I'm like, who fucking cares? Is it really that big of a deal that we have to fucking correct me? And she yep. says what you just said. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, James is like, bro, you got fucking illegal shit on there. You got the FBI barking down your neck. I'm going to make you an offer right now. What was it? Twelve grand. Twelve grand for something that is allegedly making twenty thousand dollars a month. He's like, I'm going to give you I'm going to offer you twelve grand to buy your site. I don't want any of the content on your site because it's illegal and bad. You keep all that shit or whatever. We'll just wipe the servers. I just want the domain. That's all I want. And what he wants to do is have uh, are you up redirect to bullyville.com, which is his anti-bullying bully help website. And so Hunter is like, yeah, fuck it. Let's go. And he requires Hunter to write an open letter apologizing to the victims of the website. And it is like front and center on bullyville.com. Right. And so the first thing James does is once he has access to the service is wipe everything clean. So all these girls who have been victimized and they have their shit up there, like all their, that all gets taken down. And the website goes directly to the apology from Hunter on bullyville.com. Yep. And the family was not real happy about this. And honestly, some of the responses seemed like addicts who just got their supply cut off. Yeah. And Hunter is all about his social media and like his whole thing is being popular on the internet. And his core group of fans now think that he's a sellout loser who put, took the pussy way out and took away 
they're beaten off material. Mm-hmm. They're like sad. there's a whole internet full of more of it. <laughs> I know, but they're angry. They yeah. wanted that that pornography, pornography, and now they yep. can't get their pornography, and they're they're mad. So Hunter's doing an interview, and he's like, "I'm human. I don't want to hurt people." I started the site when I was 24 and I'm 26 now. I've obviously matured. Obviously. Obviously, yes. So much personal growth in that two years. And so this is when he goes on the Dr. Drew show and he claims yeah. that those were submitting pictures of kids to the site and he had to go through it and look at that every day. And this is when they get Charlotte on a video chat with him. Yeah. And he is smirking like an asshole. Because so, Charlotte starts blowing him up and being like, you didn't just take people who submitted their ex-girlfriends. These were hacked accounts and you were the one hacking them. And, da, 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 da. and he just is like, uh, what? Nah, uh. Like, even if I even if I did do that, like I just taught all of you a lesson in like Internet 101. Don't be a dumbass. So fuck you. Like he came off bad. So Hunter starts talking trash about James's wife online. Um they threatened to because here's what's going on for hunter his notoriety took a big hit because he's the bad boy of the internet and he just came off like a scared little puss who got put into his place by this mom and so he's like well time to get back on the like war path i to build myself back up so yeah like i say he's like bullyville is fucking pussy shit I sold my website only because I'm going to make an even more insane one. This one's going to be so insane. People are going to be killing themselves. It's going to be so hardcore. Like, get ready for Are You Up 2. And, like, fuck this guy, James. Just guy, James, a little pussy. I'm going to go and I'm going to, like, have my way with his wife while his kid watches. And James was like, just insert the sound effect of a tea kettle (laughs) boiling over. He was like, oh, fuck you, buddy. Oh, fuck you. He's like, I'm coming for you now. Yeah. And so the whole point of the new website, it was going to use the same data as before. And this, the original website already listed addresses when possible. They were just going to put in a map with driving directions. Yeah. That That was the new, that was the new feature of the site. They were going to link it up to Google maps so that you could just like go drive by the chick's house. Which, yeah. don't get me wrong. Don't do oh, that. Fuck you, buddy. That is not fucking cool. So, oh, that's what... Uh, so, one of the things, like, now it's, like, game on between Cheryl, James, and Hunter. Cheryl figured out Hunter is living at his parents' house. So, Cheryl was like, well, turn about his fair play, bitch. So, she posts Hunter's parents' house home address on the website. And, like, I'm not for posting people's personal information on, on the internet. That's fucked up. But uh, if you're going to post a bunch of, uh, un, like, random girls' personal information, I don't feel too bad for you, Hunter, when your parents' personal information gets leaked. Mm-hmm. And now people know you where you live. So the FBI is trying to link Hunter with Charlie Evans. And they get a court order to look for an email connection between the two. And what they get is a list with sender, recipient, date, and time. And what they figure out is right after a conversation between the two, a hacking victim shows up on the website. So hooray for databases and spreadsheets. This is a (laughs) nerd win. Yeah. So, yeah, Hunter's living with his parents. You know, he's getting paid to party. Rolling Stone is writing an article about him. And... 
the FBI shows up with a warrant for all of his electronic devices. And then forensics would check for the communications that were actually on those devices. And he admitted to knowing Charlie Evans. The ex-girlfriend gets a call from Hunter's mom and she said she'd never spoken to her before. So like you've been his girlfriend for two years. Yep. He lives with his mom yep. and never met her. Nope. She again, uh, butthole girl was hyper dumb. His girlfriend, hyper dumb. Because she needs a snack because her brain's not working. It, I, it's not functioning correctly. Feed her. She'll perk up. We'll have to put a picture of her in the Discord. It, her, dude, you, we, you need help, honey. It's not going good. I don't know what is going on, but you look like a sickly old woman. It's not great. Anyway. So the, didn't understand what was going on. And I have not read the Rolling Stone article, but I have read some uh, some synopsis of it. And apparently they interviewed Hunter's parents. I don't know that they actually understood what it was that he did. Really? But apparently, for, and, and I was wondering at the end of episode two, it's like, what kind of family structure did he, was his father present? Apparently, yes. His parents are still married to each other. Um, I'm going to guess they, that, that maybe they don't understand English or the internet so good. Like maybe they're like super checked out. Uh, well, their last name is Moore. So I don't think they're immigrants. Um, but what are you um, talking about? The last name Moore could be a name that an immigrant has, of course. Well, I don't think they were. Um, oh, OK. Fuck me. Right, Lisa? Yes, that's it. All right. <laughs> was the kind of kid who, if you told him to like go put his pants on, he'd go hide under the bed, and if you told him not to get a tattoo, he'd get your face put on his arm. So the the kids, he he was a handful growing up, but you know, I, I guess they never figured that he would do what he was doing, or they didn't. Maybe they were like Charles, and they're like, I just can't fathom what kind of person would visit such a website. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So Hunter posts on Twitter that he had to go replace all of his phones and laptops and all that stuff all at one time. He didn't say anything about the FBI, but Charlotte has notifications on her Twitter and she figures out he got raided. She so, figures the only reason you'd have to replace your laptop and your phone and all that kind of stuff is if the FBI came and grabbed all your shit. Yeah. So she contacts the village voice reporter and, uh, the village voice reporter reaches out to Hunter and he says, if you write anything about an FBI investigation, I will fucking burn down the village voice headquarters. And yeah. they wrote it anyway. And it was entitled Gary Jones wants your nudes. So yeah. he was going to the new website, huntermore.tv. Um, basically it was just the same website with a link. Woo. And the FBI couldn't do anything about the new website because again, the revenge porn was not illegal at the time. Right. So Charlotte starts getting calls. Oh gosh. Charlotte starts getting calls to her landline and people are threatening rape and murder. So at this point she goes and buys locks for the gates on her property. Yeah. She's like, because people are threatening that they're going to come to her house. So her response to that is to go down to the hardware store and buy fucking locks. And live in LA. She and Kayla start sleeping with metal rods under the bed for weapons. Yeah. So she put locks on the windows and the gates and 
now they sleep with a metal pipe underneath their bed so they could beat off an attacker. And it's just like, I my mind was fucking blown. Are you fucking kidding me? First of all, you didn't have fucking locks on your shit. Every night I have a routine of walking through the house, making sure every lock is in play. Then I tur- I arm all the cameras. Then I now I have a nice, awesome bedside safe, which houses my gun. You cannot tell me that she could not have found somebody in Beverly Hills who would be willing to meet her and Kayla at the range for a real quick handgun lesson. Also, she seems pretty fucking wealthy. I think Charles makes a healthy amount. I bet you could hire a security guard to sit by your house and just watch it for eight hours while you slept. I'm sure Charles is like, oh, that's just overkill. Fucking idiots. I guess what happened, because she said this on the Adam Carolla show, but she didn't. It, she's like, I don't know why they didn't put this in the documentary. A stalker showed up at one point, but it wasn't that big of a deal. He didn't like break in, but he was just like stalking outside the house. Okay. Like it freaked her out, but like that's the extent of what happened. Get a gun, lady. I know. So many people act as if they can't have guns. This is like even in the um the House of Hammer, the Army Hammer documentary, which we did a podumentary on a couple weeks ago. If you're listening to this and haven't listened to that, I do highly recommend it. Um, it's like, oh my gosh, he has a gun. Yeah, this one like uncle, whatever, would threaten one of the ladies with a gun every morning. He'd just show up. It's like, dude, you can also have a gun. If you don't have a felony and you can legally purchase one, you too can be armed. Yes. But Defend yourself. So anyway. So- girlfriend is believing the story that hunter is feeding her and that is that he hasn't done anything wrong and that charlotte laws is harassing him and she says like never really understood what hunter did but like it she just said that this chick was just some bitch from the internet and i just believed him yeah but then one day i figured out that like on facebook messenger there's a folder where they put message requests because you can't message somebody who's not your friend so it gets sent over as a request and I just noticed that that was on my phone and I opened it and I was like holy shit there's like a whole bunch of messages from girls and husbands and boyfriends saying like my what you're gonna interrupt my spot on impression Lisa is that what you're doing now I was given the other person's voice. Oh, I didn't hear you. Sorry, your your connection's not strong. Um, what did you say? Please take my photos down. So they're like a bunch of people, and they had like these sad stories, and they're like, "Oh my god, Hunter's being a real piece of shit," and I'm just over here like, it's the all I can. You're the only person I can think that might be able to reach out to Hunter and get him to take my stuff down. So that's why I'm reaching out to you. And it's I was like, I didn't even know that. Wow. And I've been banging this guy like every day. And I was like, whoa, he's not such a great guy. So I went on a one way flight back to New York City. And I was like, I'm done with you, Hunter Murray. You're not good. <laughs> Fuck yeah. What the text looks like. You know, she dumped on text. Yeah. Whatever. So Charlotte gets DM from this guy named Jack, and he claims to be from Anonymous. Now, this was right after James started getting these notices that um, uh, yeah. the family was going to come after his wife. Now, they never specifically say that James knows how to get in touch with Anonymous. No, but- he did say that. he. J- okay, so here's the thing. 
it does seem quite a bit like James was like, all right, the gloves are off. I'm going to reach out to my hacker buddy friends. and We're going to fuck your shit up, buddy. Uh, but he was like, now, uh, I do know some people in Anonymous, and I did not say that we should go at, like, I did not tell them about Hunter Moore, and I did not help them go after Hunter Moore. And I do, I do publicly condemn them going after, like, all the illegal stuff that they did to Hunter Moore. I do not condemn that, but God damn it, did I enjoy it. Because Anonymous did. So they took down his servers, his backups. They deleted his social security number deactivated his passport so he couldn't leave the country, transferred all the money in his bank accounts to a women's shelter, and declared him dead in the state of California. For they like declared him legally dead. They hacked into the state of California and declared Hunter dead, and they sent 200 dildos to his house. Actual true crime. Dude, that's an actual true crime. And so, yeah, James was like, I don't condone what they did. And I, you know, but uh, yeah, they fucked him up pretty good. And it was like, I looked at Mrs. Yeti and was like, James did it. <laughs> James fucking did it. He is all of Anonymous. Yeah, I know. He is Anonymous and he fucked Hunter's life up. And so now the FBI has got a connection between mm -hmm. Hunter and Charlie for doing the hacking so they can actually press charges against him. Uh, Hunter has to go to court and he pled guilty to one count of hacking. And so the FBI guy explained it. He was like, the way it works is like, even though he hacked way more than one person, the charges in this case, they don't stack. So it wouldn't be like if he pled guilty, it would be like case after case after case. He's like, so we were happy with him pleading guilty to one count. Like we're cool with it. Uh, so he got how much time in jail? Uh, 30 months. That's what I thought. 30 months. And then he the judge added a, what? He got out in May of 2017. So he didn't even serve the 30 months. Yeah, I, I'm assuming. Like, usually you do half the time as long as you don't act like a prick in prison. Um, well, I don't think Hunter could help but act like a prick. Well, I don't know, man. Because he can act like a prick when he's around intoxicated losers. But when you're around hardened criminals, I think you might shut the fuck up. Maybe. I think definitely <laughs> that is the type of guy who is a he's a big fish in a small pond when everybody's like, oh, my God, you're so cool. And he's like, yeah, I'm the bad boy of the Internet. And it's easy to be the bad boy of the Internet. But being the bad boy in prison, so that's a different thing. That's a totally different thing. When it came to sentencing, um, Hunter's new attorney was trying to argue that, oh, he's changed. And, oh, Charlie was the bad guy. He's the one that actually did it. There was no apology to the victims. Kayla read her victim impact statement like she lost out on a part in a movie and her boobies were out there. Um, Kayla her, does also seem like the type of chick, by the way, like, you know, she seems like the type of chick that if Playboy would have offered her some money to do a nude photo shoot, she would have absolutely said yes. Maybe. But, ah, no, stay connected. Are we still there? Yeah, you're still here. Okay. I some I accidentally tapped the leave recording button, but oh, I did that last two times ago. So the family got really bored once Hunter went to jail, and part of his sentence was Hunter was banned from social media. Yeah. So Facebook had already banned him. Twitter suspended his account eventually, but you know since he's been out, he's had new accounts show up, and you would think that he would not put his name in the profile or in the handle, but you would be wrong. 
So as recently as August of this year, um, he was posting gym and dog selfies. Really? People are like, aren't you not supposed to be on here? And then he gets he gets kicked off. So I'm sure he's got. I wonder how enforceable that is. I mean, I'm sure Twitter can be like, we're done with like Twitter does it all the time. Like if they ban an account, you're not supposed to just go make a new account. They're like, no, when we ban you. You're done. Yeah. But I mean, the judge saying, hey, you're done. I wonder how, like, if he moves to Arizona, is he still on the no-fly list? Well, I think you can drive to Arizona from California. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, does the judge's um, decree still hold in a different state? If it's federal, so I would assume so. Was it federal? It was a federal judge because of the FBI. Then I wonder if he moves to Canada. Uh, I'm sure as a felon, he's not allowed to move. But, um, well, uh, somebody posted something on Twitter um, as a screen capture. It looks like he, somebody with that particular Instagram handle is following underage girls on TikTok. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Bullyville claims that uh, Hunter still owes him $345,000 plus attorney fees um, and that the Nevada judgment has been filed in California. So we're going to go after him. Uh, there's some Instagram accounts because, I mean, Hunter Moore is a it's a fairly common first name now. It's a very common last name. And so they're putting like not the one on Netflix in their bio. Uh, that's, oh, man, if your name was Hunter Moore, you must be like, fuck. <laughs> yeah and, and there's like one in a, a post from his old um twitter account last posted in may of 2016 on that one and in august of 2015 i'm trying to change my ways and be a man of god yeah and one right before that is about getting really shit based on coke so yeah, being like be your thing, being the biggest p- piece of shit possible, believe it or not, it can only go so far yeah. <laughs> before people get sick of your shit and they they uh, they take you down a peg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't be an asshole. Try not to be. Don't be butthole girl. Uh, dude, butthole girl was just so like an addict and just hyper stupid. All right, Lisa, your connection is dog shit and we got to go. Adios. Adios. Later, boners. Thanks for checking out Podumentary. We had a good time. See you, Lisa. Bye.